Hey guys, it's me, Steph, your host. Today, we are going to be doing something a little bit different on the Plant-Based Body Podcast. Today is just going to be me sitting here in front of this microphone and talking to you about my life. And this is something that I haven't really wanted to do yet because I didn't want this podcast to just be about me or to come from ego. I wanted this to be about listening to amazing, incredible people and their stories and, you know, so that you guys can learn and grow from listening to these amazing things. But what I've realized over the last couple of days is that I have some pretty cool shit to talk about as well. And I hope you guys don't mind me talking about, you know, my last week and going through what I've experienced and how I have changed in that time and A week is such a small amount of time, but so much has happened. And I think over the course of the next couple of months, I will be doing these every once in a while. I'm not going to put a time limit on when I'm going to do them and when I'm not. But when I feel like I have something that I need to tell you guys or maybe something to teach you as well, or maybe just to share, maybe this can be a platform for me to just open my thoughts and to talk to you guys perhaps about things that are happening in my life as well and maybe you guys can relate, I don't know. But yeah, let's talk about my last week. (laughs) It was huge. It was actually a surprise. I will go back to the very beginning of how it all started and I was at The Finisher, which is a run group that I go to on a Sunday And I don't run all the time. I will be honest with you guys. I definitely walk or I go and I just, you know, trot along and I just talk to people. And for a while I had noticed the photographer who was there and just the amazing work that he had done on their graphics for the finisher. And also, yeah, just had never actually spoken to him before. And it was a very odd day, but I was walking along and I got back to the finish line with my friend and he was sort of just standing there and I sort of asked him, oh, you know, you're not running today. And he said, oh, no, I I don't normally run. And so conversation really started from there and we all went to coffee afterwards and it became very apparent to me very quickly that This was a human that was very like myself and very much saw the world in a different way than other people do. And I'll be honest with you, I was extremely intrigued by this human being. It was was nice to be able to talk to someone that gets you in a way. And it was an absolute shock for me to find out that he too was plant-based as well for a total of three years and the conversation turned around me heading to India in you know the next month and a half and how I'll be doing my yoga teacher training and he also is really into yoga and meditation and I think the few common things there we just knew that we were the same kind of person and later that day We actually saw each other again at a Lululemon event that we went to. And I think things were just starting to fall into place for both of us. 
And so later on that evening, I actually extended out a, a message and I said that it was amazing and, you know, I'm really grateful to have met you today and I would love to have you on for a podcast because little did I know, but this character has traveled the world and met the most amazing human beings and has had the most incredible experiences himself and once I heard that he had done all of that I just knew that other people would be really really fascinated by listening to his experience so I knew that he was leaving to go and move to Perth in a week's time and I said hey look if you want to do a podcast let's do it and he actually responded and said yeah let's do it however there was a little bit of a twist so here's the wild idea and for me wasn't that wild but now looking at it I can definitely see how it was wild he had been commissioned to do some work so photography work for a company called Unyoked and this is a little sort of tiny house tiny cabin situation and they are in random locations and you're told two days before you're ready to go that you'll be heading into this location and this is where you'll be staying. And so he had to do work for them and do all this social media photos and lifestyle sort of stuff and he was given the space for two days and he said, how about you come down with me and we'll film it and we'll record it at the same time in that beautiful space. And we would be in the middle of nowhere. And I just could picture it in my mind, the the setting and just the wilderness. And I don't know, the idea just sparked my creative side. I, you know, started seeing images of, you know, me cooking plant-based meals and coming up with all of these you know, incredible, you know, recipes and all this sort of stuff. And my mind was just overflowed with, oh, we could do yoga here and get, you know, amazing content of this and that. And I think he was on that path as well. So in his mind, we were both sort of thinking the same thing. And I think we were equally as inspired by each other's ideas as we continued to talk over that week. But I had decided right then and there that that was something that I really really wanted to do you know I was there to help him with his content and it would help me provide mine with a little bit of a a look for you guys and you know my followers as well into what I would like to do while I'm on vacation or while I'm on retreat you know I'm not the type of person that wants to sit by a pool and just tan all the time I, I would like to go out on hikes and you know see things and experience things and meet people and that's exactly what we did so over the course of the next week we had sort of you know spoken here and there about what we were going to do and what creative ideas we had and it uh, all seemed to come about just mm, really easy and so we went to the finisher on the next Sunday morning and saw each other obviously said cool you ready to go today yep awesome I've got this this and this for food and he had this this and this and we had agreed that we were each going to cook 
different sort of things. But we had also decided that we were not going to talk about anything personal or get to know each other on any level because we wanted to leave that all for the podcast. So this was going to be like a surprise episode where I had no idea what to ask this person. And yeah, so we went with it and I drove down to Kiton, which was two hours. So we drove down separately as he was getting ready to head off to Perth. So he had packed his whole life into this little van and driven it away only to say goodbye to everything that he knew before. And so I got down there and of course, being me, typical, things just seemed to happen in the most clumsiest fashion for me. I bogged the car. So he had to come all the way back up to one of the gates and to help me get my car out of the ground. And I think that was a perfect way to segue into the next few days of spending time with a complete stranger, getting to know them and creating some really, really cool work. And yeah, just letting, I think, ourselves relax and go with the flow as well. So I think for me, it was definitely an escape from reality and for real life because, you know, for a while now things have been really hectic in my life. This year has probably been one of the biggest years that I've ever had and probably one of the worst. I'm not going to lie to you, this has been a shit year. And for me, to be able to step away for a minute and to, I guess to re-find myself because for so long I have felt energetically not myself. You know, I, I can't show up in this bubbly, happy manner like I always used to. And for me, it was a wake up call that I had been completely, I guess, unaligned with myself for a really long time. So we ended up getting ourselves ready and organizing the little cabin and it was just so, so cool. So If you can picture it as this, you know, wooden sort of, I don't know, it's smaller than a shipping container. So close your eyes and we've got wheels underneath and they are parked there. And all you can see around is just emptiness. So trees and hills and a babbling brook, which is like, you know, this little tiny river thing with like trickling water and heaps of rocks everywhere. And you know, inside the cabin to your right, there is a bed that is up near these beautiful big windows. And then a tiny little bit in the center where the kitchen bench is and a sink and a solar powered fridge. And you've got a small space on the floor, just big enough to put a yoga mat. And then to the left hand side, there was a little bathroom with a compost toilet and a shower. So that was it. It was just a really small space. And I think It was good that we had both of our cars there because we were able to keep everything in his van and my car as well. So for the first night that we were down there, we sort of focused on not doing the podcast that afternoon. We just wanted to sort of settle ourselves in, but also we had lost light and we wanted to record this podcast and it just didn't work out that way. So we ended up cooking some dinner and He made this amazing like curry situation that was just delicious with some fire burnt roti bread and it was just so cool to be like, you know, in a space with someone who was, I know, energetically very, very similar to you. And I know for a lot of people out there listening that that probably sounds like a really, really weird concept 
But I think that when you finally hit this space within yourself where you know yourself really, really well, you know, I don't know, what makes you happy, what doesn't, when to say no to things, when to say yes to things. It's like you're very in line with your gut and what you really want to do. You're not there to please anyone or to care about what anyone thinks. And I think your energy reflects that. So have a look into that. That's how it feels to me anyway. When I'm operating on a really high energy or a high frequency, I can feel it because I feel so alive and happy and just, I don't know, ecstatic. And then when I'm sad and I'm low and maybe I'm perhaps really anxious, I'm on a low frequency. I'm not operating at my best frequency. So have a little bit of a look into that. We ended up trying to get through the whole night and did manage to get through that whole first night without talking about anything that was of substance. So it was pretty much just saving it all up for this podcast that I'm releasing in my next episode. So it's going to be a really, really cool episode, I think, for you guys to listen to. But we were able to wake up the next morning and get some really cool shots of the sunrise and made breakfast and yeah just worked on getting all of the work done that he needed to so all the lifestyle shots in this cabin and you know it was interesting because for me that was so much fun I'm not sure about what anyone else out there would think but you know for me to be a part of a creative project that didn't feel like a drag for me that actually felt inspiring because it inspired me to want to do my own work to you know to create I think such a part of me wants to be creative and I think this really reignited that so for me having to pose for photos or to set something up for a photo like that is just my thrive time like that just makes me so happy and so light on the inside so this was just so much fun for me and you know I want to make it really really clear because you know, it's going to get to the point where you guys will probably question whether or not this was a romantic little getaway or if there was anything that wasn't platonic between me and this person. And I'm going to probably burst a lot of bubbles here, but it wasn't. It was completely friendly. And, you know, we spent four days together in a really confined space and it wasn't like that. It just... It just wasn't. It was like two people coming together and just, I don't know, experiencing everything in the present moment. And I think if there was anything that was romantic or not platonic, it would have felt inauthentic and wrong. And it just didn't need it, which I think is really beautiful, to be honest with you guys. I think that to be able to have a relationship with a male that is simply just about letting each other be each other's highest creative self. Like I think that that's so freaking cool. And I have honestly made a friend for life here. So I'm sorry to burst a few bubbles out there. No, no interesting love life for me at the moment, but I'll continue with my story because I still find it extremely amazing how, yeah, this, this trip changed me. Um, we ended up recording the podcast that day and we had some beautiful lighting 
and we sat there and I set up the bed all beautiful and cozy with pillows everywhere and we had the cameras ready to go and ready to roll and this was going to be like my first YouTube podcast and unfortunately both cameras stopped recording after about 12 minutes so (laughs) I have like a tiny little bit of footage that I can use for a promo but everything else is completely useless and that's okay because that was just meant to be and maybe film podcasts just aren't what is in my ball game at this point in time but we talked for so long about his crazy stories about traveling and just the incredible insights that he has because of the people that he has met while he is traveling and he told me about how he would you know live or go hitchhiking across you know Europe and was only to spend ten dollars ten euros sorry a day and that was you know his rule that he had set for himself and his partner at the time and it was just incredible the amazing encounters that he had with strangers that just let him into their lives and they gave so generously and offered their houses and their food and you know their warmth and yeah, I was just shocked because I had never heard of anything like that, you know, strangers being so kind and and giving so selflessly. So for me, like I can't wait for you guys to listen to that episode because it was eye-opening that people out there are so kind. Like I think we're so always so caught up in the media about the world is a scary place and a horrible place and everybody is out to get you and out to hurt each other or, you know, murder. And we talk about horrible other things that I actually don't want to talk about. But it was so eye-opening because it just proved that people are good at their core. And I think you guys will love listening to that episode. For dinner the second night, I had made a like Mexican dish with heaps of corn chips and, you know, done whole like beans and tomato soy situation with corn and coriander and we did like corn chips and smashed avocado and, oh, hang on, I can't call it smashed avocado. It's guacamole when it's on Mexican food and then sriracha all over the top and we just ate that by the fire and it was just so good. It was... I don't know. I was on holidays. I was cooking and eating whatever I wanted and we played board games and, you know, got to know each other as friends and that was really, really cool. But I think I was not ready to go home the next day. You know, we still had heaps of content that we needed to get through that we wanted to achieve and I think we were on such like a creative role that we just decided to keep the trip going and spur of the moment pretty much decided that I've never seen the Grampians before and after about a couple of hours of thought I think I decided that you know what I'm just gonna do it so we finished up all of the stuff that we needed to do in the morning cooked some tofu scramble by the fire can't wait to show you guys it was amazing and yeah packed up the cars and drove off in our separate you know, cars and drove down to Hall's Gap to, yeah, where the Grampians are. And for me, like, this was, this is, oh, a massive deal. I think I'll give you a bit of context, but for me, I'm someone who has experienced really, really bad anxiety in the past to the point where 
you know, I remember clearly needing to go to birthday parties and having stood at the front door, getting ready to go and I can't step over the threshold and I couldn't physically make myself. And I will always remember that moment as being like the pivotal moment when I knew that my anxiety had gotten so bad that it was controlling everything that I did in my life, you know, to the point where if I ever had anything wrong with my car, that I would have to have a friend come with me or take my car for me because I was too scared to go to a mechanic or, you know, even recently I was too scared to have my tire replaced. So I had my friend take my tire, get the nail out of it fixed and then brought back to me and sometimes it just shocks me that my anxiety can take over me like that it's as simple as the fact that I never used to like walking down the street because I didn't want people to look at me or to see me or you know it comes down to weight-based things as well so I think for me over the last year self-care has been so so important to me because as I would treat myself kinder and nicer and look after myself more, it became easier for me to say yes to going to see people or for walking down the street or to do things that scared me. And I've always wanted to be a spontaneous yes person, but I'm a warrior. I'm fearful of everything. The unknown is seriously scary, you know, it's debilitating for me and I think I know so many people out there with anxiety that the little littlest things like opening the mail can be so scary and I've done a few big things in my life that have proved to me that my anxiety does not control me and this is definitely one of those things so you know going away with a friend that I've just met is kind of a big deal extending it for another couple of days just on a whim and being that spontaneous and yes person, this was another huge momentous moment for me. So going down to the Grampians, we got a caravan spot for the night and we decided that we would go straight down to catch the sunset. We went to the balconies. So this was just, imagine like the brightest dark green. (laughs) I don't even know if that's a color, like emerald green trees for like what looked like miles and miles just like below you rolling and just oh it was just stunning and we got some beautiful photos of the sunset and really really cool experience and just just sat there and sort of realized you know the world is so much bigger than what I've given it credit for you know, being a small town girl, I have actually not left my hometown in three years since 2016, my birthday, November that year. And I have driven to Melbourne, which is an hour away. And I've been down to Vaughan, which is an hour the other way. And that's pretty much it. I've been in my little shoebox for this whole time. So I got to step outside of my comfort zone and start doing some things this week that just really challenged me in the person that I was so used to being, you know, waking up in the morning, going to my job, then coming back to my job or training and repetitiveness. This was completely outside my comfort zone. 
So we woke up the next morning and did this massive hike up to the pinnacle. Wasn't that massive, but I do have a calf and Achilles injury at the moment. So unfortunately I'm paying for this now, but I'm in so much pain when I walk. But it was so, so worth it. And I wasn't about to start complaining about it when I was surrounded by beautiful rocks that were just so, so old and had so much history to them. And, you know, the sights were crazy. We got up to the pinnacle and it was covered in cloud. I don't know if it was fog or cloud, but you could not see anything for like, you couldn't see anything a meter in front of you. But I don't think that that was the point. You know, yes, we wanted to get some cool photos, but we were still there. And we had woke up that morning and set the intention that this day we were going to be present. So I had said that, you know what, no matter what today, let's set the intention to be present. Let's not talk about the past. Let's not talk about the future. Let's just go with what feels right in that moment. So let's do whatever we want to, whatever feels right, and just go with it. And that made the day just so much more special. It wasn't a day about being on our phones or even collecting photos anymore. It was, we got to the pinnacle, we sat on the edge of a cliff and we genuinely meditated with no music, like no, no, nothing. We just both sat there and just listened to our breath and became completely and 100% grounded in that moment. And that might sound super duper weird for you guys, but it just wasn't. It just really, really wasn't. I can't explain it to you. It made the day really perfect. We came down back down the hill and we had some breakfast and we ended up going to the waterfall and we had said a couple of days ago that if we had found a waterfall that we were going to swim and we both knew that we just had to do it. So I think it was about seven degrees and I don't know how cold that water is and you definitely weren't allowed to swim. There were signs absolutely everywhere but we did it anyway and I'm so happy that we did because I felt so alive, so cold, but so, so alive. Jumped in, literally probably spent about two seconds in there, and then we both ran the fuck out of there. It was freezing cold, but so exhilarating and such an experience that I wouldn't have let myself do if I was by myself. There's no way that I would have gotten into my bathers in the middle of, you know, a tourist destination and you know had people looking and run in there and that's something my anxiety would never have let me do for some reason though I have stepped over into this new mindset and I don't know if it was helped by the previous two days but I was just so ready for anything that was going to come and and had started to seek it more so outwardly seeking the things that fear me and to scare me because It was starting to feel really, really good when I did things that challenged me. So yet another thing that was just a highlight of my trip. And we were able to come back down to the city of Halls Gap and we went to a cafe and just decided that we would sit there for a while and we had no idea what our next plans were because we weren't allowed to talk about the future and we didn't know and we didn't care really. So 
we went in and the food was just insane on this menu and we we're like yeah we're gonna have this this and this and we went up to the counter and we met Ben behind the counter and he asked us you know where we had been and what we were doing and where we were from and what we were doing that night and we said to him honestly we don't know we're just taking it as it comes and we're letting the day be yeah I guess present we're we're just going with the flow pretty much and we went back over and we sat down and ate our food and it was incredible big props to live fast cafe in um in Hall's Gap that was just a ripper experience and Ben came over to us when we'd finished our food and he said guys you know it's probably not going to be that safe tonight out there in the van and you know it's going to be snowing up on Mount William I think he said and you know it can get kind of dangerous you know think very cold climate and lots of like rainfall very wet so we started to think about trees and you know falling and winds and all that sort of stuff and he said that the weather was going to be pretty hectic but he extended an invitation and offered us a piece of paper with his Instagram account on it for his sustainable farm that he has with two of his wonderful in-laws and his partner Jess which was just down the corner he said and he said you guys are more than welcome to park your van on our property we can show you guys around and yeah we'll you know more than welcome to use the shower and the bathroom and the kitchen and the food and everything like that and I was gobsmacked I was shocked really 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 was and we said thank you so much and we walked away Ben walked away sorry and I turned to my friend which is Gian I should probably say his name because I haven't yet (laughs) sorry Gian and pretty much looked at each other and said like whoa if that isn't a sign then I don't know what is when you have nothing planned and something sits itself in your lap right in front of you then that is divine intervention that is a that is a sign and that is a step that you just have to follow that and at this point I was due to come home like I had to go home and go to work the next day you know I had booked in a shift and I sat there with myself for two seconds and I just knew that if I left that I would be going against fate pretty much and I just knew in my gut that this was something that we had to do and I just said you know what I'm gonna get work off and I think we have to go I think we have to see where this pans out and Gian had already made up his mind he already knew that he wanted to go and I was just like yep I think we should do it so I ended up getting work off we drove down to the farm and we got to meet Ben and Jess and Aunt and Melissa the two uh, parents and Basically, Ben and Jess showed us around the farm and we met Ant and he was milking a cow, a cow sorry, at the time and we got to see all of the chickens and the fresh produce and, you know, as we were walking around, my hands just became overwhelmingly full with all the produce that they were all giving me, lettuce and coriander and lemons and garlic and I can't wait to cook with them tomorrow. But... It was just astonishing that they had bought this land or they had received the land from basically a grandmother and had turned it slowly and slowly into something that was 
very sustainable for them to live on and feed off of and for minimal livestock pretty much to operate and help them run the farm. So we met Aunt and we were walking back to the main house and and Ben turns to us and says, oh, sorry guys, but we actually have to go. We, we forgot that we had to be somewhere tonight and so Jess and I have to go stay somewhere else tonight. But you're more than welcome to stay and we've set up some towels for you upstairs. If you want to use the spare room and not stay in the van, then, then that's completely fine too. But I hope you guys have an amazing night and, you know, just go inside and hang out with Mel and Aunt and, you know, they'll take care of you. And I just remember feeling like so overwhelmed because never in my life have I ever experienced such kindness before? And it was overwhelming. And it was like, it was like I was filled with so much happiness that it was starting to like bubble over. I don't even know how to explain that feeling, but Ant was lovely and we had already previously met him and I was looking forward to meeting Melissa so, so much. But it was just so funny because as they were leaving, Jess and Ben... Ben told me that they had known me or recognized me when I came into the cafe because they followed me on Instagram and had seen the podcast and I just I was shocked I think that was huge just like I didn't imagine the reach you know and I was so warmed in my heart like so 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 happy and yeah just so powerful and they left and I was so grateful and you know aunt and Melissa took us inside and made us tea and you know it's not like we were going without like we had so much food in the van and you know yes it was going to be a cold night but we had fully prepared to just you know wing it and go and do whatever but when we were offered that invitation it was it just seemed like it was meant to be and just had to We just had to do it. So we sat inside with them for three hours discussing everything. The the meaning of life, I guess, you know, philosophy, you know, history, their lives and their past and how they they do this often, you know, when travelers are coming through and it just seems like it was meant to be or, you know, when it all just falls into place. And, you know, the funny part was is that Aunt told us a story that he was actually up on the pinnacle that morning and had walked past us with a school group, stood and talked to us for five minutes. And we just absolutely shook ourselves when we remembered that because we remembered his voice, but not his face. It was covered by his hat. And so to have met him earlier that morning and to have this stranger talk to us and be so kind to us on this walk and then later on that evening to be sitting in his lounge room with his wife by their fireplace and talking about their past and also my past and Gian's past like we talked and talked and we got to know each other on a different level and I don't know if this is weird for you guys but it was definitely weird for me because Never have I ever experienced that type of pure, just utter kindness. 
generosity at a level that I've never experienced it. And it was like, it was a rush because for me, it was inspiring. It was like an instant, oh my God, I want to do this for other people. I want to keep doing this. I want to, I want to spread this message so far that people are at their core good. People want to give, you know, for so long I had lived my life unaccepting of any help. I wanted to do everything by myself. I knew that I didn't need anyone. I can do this by myself. You know, I've gotten, I've gotten this far without having any help. I've gotten myself through some pretty horrible times, but I think I was, I was ignorant. I think to accept help is actually so, so brave to let people in, to let them help you, but to also be the other end of that and to give. I think, you know, when you help people and you give to people, it feels good for you too. You know, it's not just a take situation. It's a, it feels good for both parties. It feels good to receive and it feels good to help and to give as well. So that was just so eye-opening for me because it's so simple yet I had never really considered it before and it makes me want to spread this word so, so much that the smallest amount of kindness and generosity has like a ripple effect and it helps that person that you are helping but also that's going to continue on and on and on because this type of feeling is like infectious. I think I just want to help everyone now. You know, I, I already did, but now it's like on a different level. I just want to continue to meet strangers and to talk to them about their lives and get to know them. And, you know, that's why I started this podcast. I've always had this innate like need and want to understand people and to to listen to their story about why they are the way they are. And all my friends will know this because I don't want to talk about surface stuff. I want to get deep. I want you to tell me, you know, what happened to you back in the past and what are you doing with it now and how are you shaping it and how are you letting it shape your future? So I found like I was in this perfect situation where I'm now running this podcast and I get to spread the message that I want to spread as well. I get to spread other people's, but I think it gave me the confidence that I want to talk to. I have a voice and I want to share the things that inspire me. And that's what's inspired me to share this past week with you guys, because it was eye opening. You know, that night ended and came into the morning and they they offered us their entire kitchen. They said, whatever you guys need, just use it. It's totally fine. We're just getting ready for work now, but feel free to help yourself. There's the oil, there's the pans, there's whatever. So we made the tofu scramble, made it in the kitchen and then ate our breakfast and, you know, said our goodbyes and our thank yous and headed off in our, you know, separate direction. So it was like this whirlwind of a day and an experience that cemented in me the importance of like, being present, accepting everything around you as it is, but letting things come to you that are meant to come to you. I think so often we're distracted by plans and I've got to do this or I've got to have this much money before I do this or go here or whatever, that we don't end up doing anything that we want to do. And that's me to a T. 
for years and years and years, I have said that I'm going to go traveling and I'm going to see the world, but I have let little excuses get in my way. Oh no, if I lose this job, then I won't be able to survive. I won't be able to look after myself or no, I should go to uni because, you know, I'm young now and I should do it now. And for years, I've made excuses as to why I can't go out and see the world and follow my dreams of helping others and touching others' lives. And I'm not going to do that anymore. I am not going to be afraid of seeking out the things that make me scared. I'm going to actually actively seek them out and actually do the things that scare me and go the places that make my tummy feel really shaky because I know that that makes me nervous and that feeling now instead of the fear and like the unknown holding me back it's kind of like now I know what that feeling is that's my trigger to move forward and into it so to actively sit with it and be like all right this obviously scares the fucking shit out of me I've got to do this and I think that is my most powerful powerful thing that has come from all of this is that I'm no longer gonna let like my fear dominate or control my life and I think I stepped out of my life for four days and I've had like the epiphany and the most transformative like event that I've had in ages and that is simply because I stepped outside of my comfort zone. So we finished up our time in Hall's Gap and said our goodbyes and Gian headed off for Perth and I headed back and slowly made my way back to Geelong. I'm now sitting in a position where I want to share the things that I've been through and that I have learnt and that have made me be sitting here in this position today where I've finally sat here and talked to you guys about something that happened to me that was important and I think it's because I'm finally ready to use my voice and it took every little step in my life, every little misstep, every weird direction to get me to where I am today. I have absolutely no regrets. I love every experience that I've ever been through even the really naughty ones where I've been a terrible human being but you just can't have any regrets because every experience that we go through is a learning experience each person that comes into your life shapes it in some way shape or form they are there to deliver something to serve a purpose so treat them like that if you are upset by somebody then take that as you don't need them in your life anymore, but they've delivered a really important lesson. Now you can learn and grow from that. And I think that it's the same with our jobs and our you know, houses and our travels and our experiences. Each of them serve a really, really important role in creating the person that we will grow towards being and the person that we ultimately are today. And that's what Gian has been for me in the past week. He was a catalyst for transformation. He came into my life just at the right time, just as I needed a little bit of a nudge in the right direction to, you know, propel me into this, you know, movement of change and growth and ultimately helping me realign myself with what is important to me. And that is 
beautiful plant-based foods and adventure and being creative and stepping outside of my comfort zone and yeah that is the message that this person has taught me it is an experience that I will never forget and I think that this person has helped me get me past that point where I was stuck for so so long and I think maybe a few of the things that I've said today you guys might be able to relate to and maybe you too are sitting there in your car or your house or you're out on a walk right now and you're listening to my voice and my complete babbling on about my story right now but I think that if you too have been fearful for a really long time to do the things that you know deep down you really want to do but you've been scared for a really long time then use this as your sign to wake up to do what scares you step outside your comfort zone if you feel that feeling in your stomach that you get butterflies or you get really nervous about something, you know that is what you should be doing. Step into that. Step into the discomfort and do it. There is no more exhilarating feeling than doing something that is scary because it's so right. Anxiety serves a purpose in helping us with our survival and keeping us away from things that are dangerous. But anxiety is also incredibly limiting in the way that it keeps us from experiencing life. Now that I have said to myself, I am going to be open to any experience that is going to come my way, that I'm going to be present, that I'm not going to plan things, I feel more aligned with myself than I have in years. And I know how silly that sounds, but here I am about 45 days away from going to India to do yoga teacher training and then have basically just decided in my head that I want to then travel India afterwards. I'm then going to go to Nepal and then I don't know where I'm going to go next, but I'm going to go wherever, wherever my plan or the divine plan. So not my own plan, but wherever life takes me, whatever opportunity stands in the way there. And I am so excited for what the future is to bring for me. And I'm excited for what the future has to hold for you guys as well. You just have to be open to it and to let it come. So take my past week and my past experience of anxiety and being scared and being fearful and throw it in its face. Crunch it up into a little ball in your hand and throw it over your shoulder and walk away from it. Step into the discomfort and hell. Just be present. Sit with your breath. Breathe for a moment. Feel into your fingers. Feel into your feet. Are they touching the ground? Are they touching the steering wheel? How does your chest feel right now? How does your head feel? How do you feel? Are you excited? Are you energized? Are you excited for what the future has to bring? because I am. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode and I hope to bring these to you when I feel like it and when it feels right for me. And if you guys would like to stick around, you can hit the subscribe button so that you know when I hit these uploads. And I hope you guys share this on your social media and tag me in it because I would love to hear what you guys have to say. So send me a message through DM or through my blog at plantbasedbody.co 
And I will see you guys in my next episode where I talk to Gian about all of his perfect and amazing experiences and how it's helped him grow into a spiritual and aware human being that I think you guys will love as much as I do. I will see you guys in my next episode.